3: Friendzone, Zone, Tim and Guy back in the baby's nursery.
1: Yeah, the new studio. New house, new studio, one oh one point five FM. It's baby drive time. I hope you can hear the percussive sounds of Remy on rattle. Yeah.
3: I'm really i am I'm 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 coming in real hot. I want him to learn an instrument, preferably piano. I thought you were learning the trumpet. What? I learned Trump. Oh him, him you want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know piano. You want I want to live vicariously through my child, the healthiest thing you can do.
2: Wow. I also
3: want to get him into sports. Yeah, you've so told me that. I've you, got him picked as a cricketer. You've
1: said you've said Taylor and I you want his godfather and myself to take him to black caps games. I
3: also just think it'd be a sick opportunity
1: for the four of us to have a a bonding few beers experience. and go to yeah. the um yeah. go to the oval flash forward what what's that 18 years how old are we in 18 years who who cares he'll be he'll be 18 and a half. yeah and you'll be 52 <laughs> is that right i think so yeah i'll go with that 52's young nowadays man yeah 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 what number are you aiming for man i'm
3: looking, at what do you mean to survive to ah hmm. oh, uh, i just spent some time with my dad my dad is in sensational neck Great form. How old? hope yeah. I'm not blowing up his spot. I to, accused him don't... of being 67 and he corrected me and said he was 64 because that's true.
1: Wow, wow. I think my, I think my, it's, my dad had his birthday recently, I think, 68 or Based think? on how my dad's
3: tracking, if I can forge that same path, if I can sign me up till... I'm not going to say triple digits, but I reckon like late '80s,
1: and I'll still be having a good time. I remember when I was a teen, I was thought 80, and then 80s too young. The older now. you get, yeah, 80 looks young, and then you know, 85. I've just I've got such big desire, but you know, you see some some elderly. um You see, I don't even know how old he is, but Larry David, there's a lot of life in him. And physically... How old is he though? He is aspirational to me. I want to be like a sinewy... I keep saying this to anyone who will listen. Yeah. My final form, I want to be this sinewy... He's like... um, uh, I think he's 73. I think him and Letterman are the same. Whoa, 73? Yeah. He
3: looks better than Letterman. But he's always looked 54. Larry David has always looked 54 as a result of his hairline. It's the same with um, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger? No, 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 no. Uh fucking Jean-Luc Picard. Uh Professor Xavier.
1: Oh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart.
3: Like he when he was a young man, lost all his hair, so he's always looked yeah, like forty six.
1: I just want to tell you, so I'm I'm googling Larry David over here to get his number. Yeah, and yeah. it's seventy four. Yeah. But He is not even in the top five Larrys that Google think I'm interested in. Please, give me. Larry Bird in there? Larry Page? Oh, Google? Computer scientist. Yeah, he's the Google co-founder, I think. Larry Hoover? No idea. I don't know who that is. Larry, I don't know who that was either. I clicked on him. Oh, no. Now you've upset the Larry algorithm. That's right, I have. (laughs) Oh, it's all gone wrong. Has
3: it? You can't bring it back up.
1: I'm going to try
3: how'd they do this now we're in no man's land because i also want to hear about who larry hoover is oh larry bird allison hagman who's allison
1: larry allison larry king oh
3: wait is larry allison the billionaire um, yeah he's the the guy who likes boats oracle
1: yeah oracle man look at that that's what he looks like how old is he Larry Ellison, 77. 77. These are how old the Larrys are. These are some of the famous Larrys. Larry the Cable Guy was in there. I'm like, of course I want to know about Larry David before any of these people. Does the algorithm not know anything about what I'm interested in? You're a stand-up up comedian. You love stand-up comedy. Of course,
3: Larry the Cable Guy is going to be offered up to you on a silver platter <laughs> by, the, by the AI. By the powerful super What do you
1: computer. know about Larry the Cable Guy?
3: No, I don't like him. Why? <laughs> no, I don't know. I know that he's done, I think, uh, I, 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 what dark hole did I fall into recently where I was reading that Kevin James was like opening for him, I think. Oh, wow. Tour at some point. Now, I think Larry the Cable Guy is a guy who you could safely assume if you waited long enough would have some terrible things to say. You get the feeling. But smart enough to not say them as part of his act. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, totally. The men's made a lot of money. Yeah. Speaking of which that, we're, we're supposed to be doing um, Like the mailbag And whatnot. Eh? Yeah
1: yeah Well I've got an email From um, I got so distracted I've got an email From A message sorry From five weeks ago
3: What do you think Of the ambiance Of just having a baby Kind of Happily cooing In the background
1: Is it a good vibe Honestly The cuteness of Remy It's blo- He's He's blowing up Oh <laughs> he's, my god He's alright he's, he's probably gonna <laughs> he, I think I'll get him That's a good catch I think he might have had a little bang on the chair there. But right. the cuteness levels yeah. that... I um, want everyone to know that guy Montgomery just caught him with one hand. It was real dad instincts. Uh, the cuteness of this baby is such that it's actually distracting because all I want to do is look at him and make the stupid noises and faces you make to try and elicit a smile because he's got a laugh on him, he's got a smile on him now and they're accused. There's a rhyme or reason to it. He's developing comedic taste. Obviously, that is something near and dear to my heart. The ability to make this child laugh is very important to me. And when we're meant to be talking about Larry's, Sex in the Cities, uh, reading letters written by the authors who comprise our singular libertarian fan, it makes it difficult to stay on the task at hand. And saying that, this is from five weeks ago, and it reads as such. Hello again, Tim Basinger (laughs) and Guy Guy the Science Guy. We here at a three bean salad messaged the friend zone late last year to tell you that our year of the bean who shall not be named was coming to a close. Happily, I returned to report that our year of Mamma Mia is of writing, only two weeks away from concluding. Due to accommodation issues, Robin was sadly unable to accompany us this season, but Jack and myself, also Jack, powered on ahead regardless. I think it's fair to say that the lack of Robin's brand of manic energy definitely made this a less interesting year, but we've had fun regardless. Jack and I have concluded that the worst idea of all-time formula might not be the best fit for simple boys such as ourselves. So, we've decided to leave it to the professionals and do something completely different next season.
3: Remy's upset,
1: Remy's upset by this, well, by the year of the bean throwing the hat in. Remy, wait till you hear what they're doing instead. Next season, we intend to watch a different movie every week. But unfortunately for my co-host, I have some level of control over the selection. Yeah. So I've decided the theme of next year will be, in quotation marks, pain. You see, my co-host is relatively inexperienced with the more extreme side of cinema, so I'm going to be showing him the most disturbing, weird, bizarre, and just all-round awful films I can think of. Okay, well now this is just our Patreon Deciders Club. Once a week for 52 weeks. Everything from Salo and Irreversible to I Married a Ghost and Thunderpants.
3: I've watched Irreversible. It's actually Irreversible because it's French, and yeah. that shit gave me nightmares. Fantastic. They've got a sequence that I don't want to talk about that they achieved because it's violent that they achieved through a combination of prosthetics and CGI, which is the most like soul shattering thing I've ever seen in cinema. It was so disturbing.
1: I'm viewing this as a sort of experiment to see just how much it takes to break the poor boy's brain, more than the podcast already has. Give us a shout out if you still feel like supporting us a year on. Last year's shout out led to the biggest spike in listeners we've ever had, with our first few episodes receiving hundreds of extra listens because, uh, before your audience got wise to the level of quality they were dealing with and wisely moved on. We're still a three-bean salad on all major podcasting platforms, although we're now slightly harder to find as comedian Mike Wozniak now has a podcast of the same name. Oh, God damn it. We're the one that's less popular and not as good. Keep up the work. Keep up the good keep work. Up, no, I like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let's not qualify. Okay, Just keep yeah. up the work. Keep up
1: the work and hopefully we'll be in touch next year. And that is from Jack. So um, what, like, what do people search for? Is it called Year of the Bean or Three Bean Salad? It's called A... 3, the number, hyphen, uh-huh. bean salad.
3: Okay, gotcha.
1: I'm holding the baby, so in an
3: unprecedented move, I'm going to get you to keep reading oh.
1: emails while I keep this boy entertained. I love it. Uh, so, the late, the, uh, the next unread message is someone sent us something a while ago saying, here's some unsettling news with a link to Paul Blart 3 update given by Kevin James. <laughs> oh, yes. I... Don't remember doing this, but at some point responded saying, This is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that. That's definitely you. And then they came back and said, It's a great thing. Uh, Chris Nolan responded when I thanked him for Interstellar.
3: Oh, that's great.
1: That's we go. great
3: to hear. I'm glad he's been Here
1: we in touch. go. Here's something for you.
3: I really should be reading, or you should be reading my ones, because my ones are from like September last year and your ones are from like a week ago.
1: Hello, Timbly, Wimbly, Flimbly, Gimbly, Hello. and Gom, Guy, Monterey. I am currently riding the Hive, listening to The Friend Zone, and have had an itching to say something, anything, even if there's no real substance, so <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a, it now. I've got a fixin'. Yeah. I've got a fixin' for chatting. Before the mood passes. I like it when um, people order food, and they say such and such with all the fixings. It's so good. It's a real Thanksgiving thing. I love it. A turkey with all the fixings. Yeah. The other night, as I was routinely taking my blood pressure, I decided to play a podcast while I did my 5 breath- minutes of breathing exercises to help myself calm down. Hmm. Not exactly, sorry, the email skipped down. Not exactly what you want to hear as a comedy podcast, I know. Some guys you talk extensively about sandwiches. You really like? And a five-minute span of sandwich talk serves my blood pressure pretty well, actually. Oh, that's good. That'll be Guy. Guy's guys, the sandwich man on this podcast. banging on about those sandwiches. Bloody loves the uh, things. By the way, if, if you are in Melbourne and know where to get a sandwich, let me know. Head this was not one of those five minutes. It was around Friend Zone 124 when you played a fan compilation of every Coffee Guy bit from Season 2, slowly layered... So that what starts as light scattering very yeah. quickly evolves into an inescapable Dolby surround sound chorus from L. <laughs> Great description. <laughs> Safe to say, it was a very difficult breathing exercise. But my description it might sound like a by, by my description it might sound like a bad experience. But more accurately, it was so funny it may have chemically changed me. <laughs> Never in my life have I tried to fight so hard not to laugh and failed in such a violent way. I laughed through my entire body, and it made me recall simpler times as a high schooler playing theater games and laughing with reckless abandon. It's been a long couple of years, and I don't think I've laughed like that since pre-pandemic times. Wow. Not just a loud laugh, I do that all the time, but a laugh that you share with friends that reminds me that seasons change, life goes on, and that there are people in the world that love each other very, very much. It is difficult to disassociate every episode of The Friend Zone with that sense of pure joy now. Not that I want to. It's broken a damn and I keep finding myself absolutely shaking with laughter where I hadn't been before. I'm going through your Emmanuel season now and while you both seem thoroughly disgusted with your own debased sex humour, <laughs> I have to say, dick jokes will always be funny. Keep up the good work, lads. I don't know if it's because I don't seek out a ton of comedy or if I'm simply dealing with American comedians, but listening to your brand of comedies refresh me and dare I say, It helps me heal. If you read this on the friend zone, feel free to say my name, Connie Hernandez, he, him. And then a follow-up, which says... There's more from Connie. Unrelated to my last message. But I did want to ask you, ask, if you guys have ever considered doing a season where you watch one minute of a movie every day that you can for a year or maybe one minute every week. If you watch it every day you'd have to choose a six hour movie but every week it'd only have to be about 52 minutes don't know if this would be better or worse for your mental health anyway still love you connie and i now realize why that email kept taking or the facebook message kept taking me down to the bottom because i was accidentally pushing the thumb so that has received, what in the time I've read thumb. it, three thumbs up from oh, me okay. in the back and forth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so I apologize for that. I'm not going to message You've you sent, about it.
3: guy. But, guy, Sorry, I only understood that because I saw it on screen. Guy has sent three thumbs accidentally through the yeah. messenger back to um, Connie. Connie, what a great description of that um, bit of audio that someone made for us of lay, laying all the coffee guys together. We were so enamored with that that we played it at the live show. Um <laughs> last year during the comedy festival when we did uh the the best worst host of all that's time that's right and it kind of didn't like
1: work <laughs> as well as it did in my head but i'm still so glad
3: we played it i think it, it
2: worked
1: i uh the the stuff that people have submitted like you know the um the coffee guy the sesame street uh I actually can't. Those are the two that are top of mine. But there's it's something that I can't play right now, unfortunately, because I
3: don't have the thing to connect it to my recorder. But there's, hopefully I remember to put it on the next. Free- oh, screw it. Should I play it to the speaker and then I can edit it on? Yeah. Because someone sent us this just recently in emails and it's, it's, God, it's good. I don't know where I put it, though. So, can you just give me one? Can you find a short thing, maybe? Yeah,
1: I can do my best.
3: I'll just try and find this. I
1: can do my best. It's all anyone can ask of me. It's some audio that someone sent. Hello, brave boys. My husband and I are traveling through Costa Rica and spend a fantastic day sightseeing. When we returned to the BNB, I was browsing on my phone when a Patreon notification popped up that a certain guy Montgomery was paying his debt with back-to-back watches of Sex in the City 2. We threw the live stream up as we went about our evening, you know, for moral support. I gotta tell ya... It was a real rollercoaster of emotions. Glance at the TV to see guys singing along to feels like the first time, and the next glance had him resting his forehead on the mic out of sheer frustration. <laughs> You're brave. Is brave the word I'm looking for, man? Who deserves all our respect? Thank you for your dedication. Know that you weren't alone. I hope for your sake, it was the last watch ever. Much love from a couple of Canadians in Costa Rica. Say my name, Jenny Stowe. What a beautiful mental image, Jenny, of travelling. <laughs> Yeah. Going
3: somewhere where you don't live? I remember that.
1: Good Very times. idea of it. Yeah, incredible. Um, you got that audio for us? Are you ready for it?
3: Yep. All right.
2: Well, then I'm going to play it for you. Ah, hello there, traveler. You startled me a bit. That's a, a quiet step you got there. Yeah, why don't you come sit by my fire a spell? <laughs> oh, yes. I know that look. Unless I'm much mistaken, you're out here searching for a couple of fellas. Southern boys. Nah, not Tennessee. Not Georgia. Quite a bit further south than that. Tim and Guy. (laughs) Yeah, I thought as much. Thing is... You don't need to go traipsin' through the midnight forests of the world to find those particular frosty fellas. No, indeed. Those brave boys dwell wherever folks are sharing kind words. In any sphere of camaraderie, Any companionable territory. Any friend zone. Because in the friend zone, You're not alone. So settle in. Share some supper with me. And if you listen real close, you might just hear some familiar voices floating on the woodland breeze. Welcome to the friend zone. How good is that? Who
1: did that?
3: Okay, so this comes to us from a person called Jared who writes this. Dear gentlemen, writing to thank you for years of entertainment. Like you, Tim, I'm a lover of hiking, especially night hikes. And you delightful folks have kept me company on many moonlit walks through the woods. Walks when I probably should have been listening for black bears or swamp monsters instead of laughing at softcore pornography commentary. Oh, well, I'll take my chances. Old Flash was even kind enough to do some voice acting on my fictional strange nature podcast, The
1: Crypto Naturalist. Oh, that, um, my episode actually came out, I think, very recently. The Crypto Naturalist podcast Crypto like, oh. Naturalist
3: is Crypto Naturalist is one word yeah. if you're searching for this online. And thanks. I joined your Patreon today to hashtag pay the boys and I made you the attached backwardsy intro in case your southern characters ever return to the friend zone or just for fun, say my name thrice to summon me, or once is good too. Jared K. Anderson. Yeah. Just a
1: what a beautiful offering. Thank you, Jared. Thank you for um Having me on that podcast was a lot of fun. I played some sort of uh, nature correspondent who was reviled by my peers and an idiot. Um, I don't know why I got typecast in this way, and obviously it was quite a stretch for me to play a buffoon. I
3: wouldn't say that, but I would describe it as the role you were born to play. I sort of
1: summoned all of my acting chops and think I turned in a pretty strong performance.
3: How cool was that audio though? It was beautiful. Should that just be.
1: I think maybe amazing. at least the next one.
2: Yeah.
3: Won't do it every time, get too repetitive. I don't want to ruin something so beautiful. No.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
3: I'm going to read you a message from a friend. Of course. How would you like that? I'd like it a lot. Okay. Well, oh, actually, this first bit is a a $20 USD donation from Disco, who writes, Hey, Remy, buy your dad and crazy uncle a coffee for me, would you? Thanks, Disco. That's so good. Guys, put the microphone up to Remy's mouth. (laughs) That's his response. Uh, 26 $22.22 dollars 22 USD from Ryan, who has emailed us this, Dear Renton Tim and Guy, the People's Taskmaster Champion, I re-listened to all of your grueling seasons during my recent training for the upcoming
1: Boston Marathon. Hey, hey. You ever done that? Uh, not in Boston, <laughs> but... I mean, I also I, I i can listen to a podcast when I run, so I admire that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. The sounds of your suffering kept me company on countless hours oh, and miles of running. Makes a bit of sense. <laughs> Hence the marathon distance donation. Oh, twenty six, twenty two. That's miles. That eh? is miles. Yeah. Occasionally on the potty, YouTube, why don't help,
1: why don't you donate in kilometres, you
3: cheapskate? <laughs> you do will mention your own running experiences, and I recall talk of a marathon of your own at one point, not counting the obligatory worst London Marathon of all time spectacular. My question is, what keeps you good boys motivated on long runs? What do you listen to while running? Perhaps the ramblings of an even more masochistic podcast? Additionally, I would like to applaud Guy's performance on New Zealand Taskmaster. Your jokes were often the shining light of the episodes, and I only wish you could have been on the British version, like your countrymen. Rose Matafeo. Finally, Timbo deserves some TV spotlight too, and I think a comedic appearance on a New Zealand baking show is in order, much like Friend of the Potty, James A. Acaster, on The Great British Bake Off. Keep rocking in the free world, and say my emin-effin
1: name, Ryan Gallagher. My meffin-jeffin name, Ryan. So, I'm not sure whether or not this message was written before or after the Boston Marathon. Was the tense that the marathon was run? Or was this a, uh, is, this, is I Ryan think it was like still training? In getting up to it. Uh, well, Tim, what's what is the the longest run you've been on? And how half did you marathon? En- and how did you enjoy it? Loved it. What did
3: you do? But I trained like I I did, I forgot that I'd signed up to it. A bunch of mates. Our friend Emma got a got a few of us to sign up to do it, and then I completely forgot. And she was like, "Right, gang, you, everyone's still on." I was like, "What are you?" Talking about, she said, You agreed to do this half marathon, and I said, Shit. I can't remember how much time I had, but it wasn't a lot, it was like a month maybe. But I made a little training regime because I run like occasionally, and I've got a dicky knee. I was like, Okay, here's what I'm gonna do I'll run like every second day, and I'll just start at zero, and I'll do a half a kilometer, and I'll add a half a kilometer each time because I reckon out the gate I could do three. But if I start so easy on, like, half a K, then I can just get used to, like, getting out every second day. And I tell you what, guy, it freaking worked. Great. The system totally worked, and uh, I got a sensational
1: time. That's amazing. And did you, when you ran, so you, you have to run 21 kilometers to run a, a full half marathon. Mm-hmm which is a very confusing piece of phrasing. <laughs> uh what did did you listen to anything when you ran that race? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I couldn't not. What did you listen to? Music. I like make a a playlist. What, I make a what, few sort different of, playlists. was it genre bending or was it all was genre
3: it... bending. It's about tempo. Yeah. Everything's got to be like positive in about, you know, sort of 125ish bpm. Love that. Hello. What about you? You you
2: Hello, you run a man. lot more than I do. Well, I, Guys I, got the baby at the moment. So. I
1: have previously, but this year's been a bit of a um, bit of a boner killer for running. I had an Achilles injury to kick things off, and then obviously caught COVID and live in fear of that staying with me for a long time. So have not been running. Start slow. Do what I did. Start on yeah. a half
3: a cl- five hundred meters. Put yeah. your shoes
1: on. Go to the dairy. Come back. Um, but. I was training listening to music and then... What is your problem, dude?
3: Don't talk to him like that. Not the vibe. Uh, <laughs> sorry, there's silence, which sounded very loaded, was just us switching the baby yeah, yeah, across the Everyone's yeah. in a good mood. <laughs> uh,
1: so I switched to... Um, no music. I can't remember why. And then I've never gone back. So I don't listen to anything... It's because you like you you've gotten into meditation and stuff now, so you're like, you uh, you are in the zone now. But guys, getting in there, I but there was before I sort of was was had any sort of meditating discipline. And Maybe this I, was the entry point to what it. What do I what do I do? To, like, how do I motivate myself? Honestly, I think it's just the sort of not d- too dissimilar to it's the cumulative building and it's the knowledge that when you finish a run that's your longest run or longer than the last one. It's the satisfaction of going home and being body-tied and being like, yeah, I did that. I chose to do that.
2: And It's my body so it.
3: bullshit that it's good for you. And that it is. It's not a lie, but it just sucks. Mm. It's like, you know, everyone says it's so good for your mental health. And the unfortunate thing is they're correct. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, a crucial sort of part of keeping yourself mentally well is, is you a, a little bit well. of physical exercise and that just sucks yeah because it is kind of laborious I think and the thing is like lame.
1: it's not for everyone and running if you don't like running there's no need to force yourself to do it you can find some other form of physical movement that you enjoy anyway this is not a fitness podcast although i do always like when we get questions about running we get questions about running, like when people will ask us about sandwiches. Uh, I love sandwiches it when people ask good. us about music. Basically, anything that isn't the basis of why people like us, I enjoy. Um, let me ask you about
3: uh, astrology. Do you believe in astrology? Um, do you know much about your own star sign and star uh, chart? I don't.
1: I know I'm a Libra. And do you I don't, know what
3: Libras are about traditionally? Because I don't know much about
1: them uh justice baby oh yeah i don't know if that's true is that the
3: one holding the scales
2: yeah
1: but i always think it's the scales of justice oh rufus is here too he just said to remind everyone yeah because i I forgot to say hi rufus uh i i for me i don't read too much into it but if people want to if they want to you know if that's if that's how they can derive uh value and company and meaning in life then that is go with god all power to them it's just a, you know, it's a different, it's a different means of um, extracting value and interpretate, interpreting meaning,
3: interpreting,
1: interpreting. I'm going meaning. to bring
3: back more of those sort of like
1: George W.
3: Bush era gaffes where you just make up a word, add some syllables, but like pass it but off in a speech. Believe in yourself. Yeah. yeah, just believe in yourself. What do
1: you, what do you think? What was the one
3: about? Are we. <laughs> It's it's so stupid to like have him up on this, but he was the president at the time. But saying like we've got to put food on our families, that was always <laughs> a favourite of mine.
1: <laughs> he, he did one where there was a um, an interviewer. Is our children s- learning? Was an interviewer was wearing sunglasses. Mm and was asking him a challenging question. He's like, yeah, well, I could ask you why you're wearing sunglasses indoors. Dude was definitely blind. 100%. Huh? Why else would someone be interviewing <laughs> the American
3: president with sunnies on? Yeah.
1: Really, Read
3: the room, brother.
1: Really, really good. So gaff-prone. Obviously, Do you know what
3: I love about George W. as well, which I got reminded of recently? All, all, all the goings on recently around the world. He was, he was the guy who went. No, you don't have to worry about Putin. I looked him in the eyes, and the guy's got a good soul. Do you say that? Yeah, he said I've seen his soul. He's a good man.
1: He was you know, you say anything with enough confidence, it will come back and bite you on the butt.
3: Well, it didn't? That's the beauty of it. You just get to be friends with Alan DeGeneres and go to the ball game. I have Live a lot about your life, yeah, painting yeah. and
1: hanging out in, in your big house in Texas. I have a lot of friends, and I don't agree with all my friends. I'm Alan DeGeneres.
3: Can I just... Look, I know we're off track. We're wildly off course here, but we're in a a child's nursery with a dog and a baby, so let's get
1: into it. Yeah. You say what you're going to say. I don't care where we go. Great. But just know that on the back end of whatever you say, I'm going to help you land this plane. Yeah,
3: sick ass. Alan DeGeneres, man. The clues were there for a fucking long time. And I think we've even talked about this on the podcast before. Either that or I've just been talking about this a lot to you and other people. But it is bizarre. Occasionally now, I haven't watched television for a long time, but when you're like a, sort of a little bit housebound by having a baby and stuff, you switch it on and see what's going on. Alan's still on the air in New Zealand. She's doing taking this. a victory lap right now. It's called The Farewell Season. And it is such a strange decision to make, to be like get universally cancelled, be hated by everyone, be outed as a really cruel, mean person who is not deserving at all of the success and attention that you've got. Let's ignore the fact that the show is horse shit and I hate it, but she's doing, she she got cancelled and then she's like, all right, well, I better just finish up this year of broadcasting. Yeah. It's Wild Mario Lopez is hosting a lot of the time. Really? Wait, have I got the right guy? Uh, Slater from Safe by the Bell. I think so. AC he Slater. hosts. He hosts lots of he stuff. He hosts a guy. ton of stuff. He's very talented. He's, he's really like ha- kind
1: of ageless and handsome. Eh? Yeah, big time. He's like he's like an
3: alternative Ryan Seacrest.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I I agree, but like you know, there's money to be made. It's just nuts cashed. that
3: everyone's letting you do it. What are they gonna do? You you, you got to pull the pin. That's the whole point. It's, it's like when that's, someone... That's
1: her power, the amount of money she's made. Yeah, that I know, network. but she
3: got found out. So this is like, you know, Hollywood's a scary place. There's all these little secrets. And one of them was that Alan DeGeneres sucks. But then, thanks to, um, what's her name? Dakota Johnson. Yeah. We started to figure it out. And now we've got all the pieces of the puzzle together. But for some reason, she still wields enough power to wrap up the season. Mates, we got to call it a day
1: Now, on Alan DeGeneres. It's for you, Tim. You're watching daytime television at home with your (laughs) child. You're someone who could be boycotting Alan DeGeneres, and do you've started tuning in as as she says goodbye. As soon as it starts, I, I flick it off. I flick it off.
3: I see if Mario Lopez is hosting that day, and if he's not, I'm out of there. Wow. Anyway... Those are my thoughts on Alan DeGeneres, and this has been another exciting edition of the worst idea of all time, friend Zone, That's right. brought to
1: you by Remy's Nursery. Another perfectly scripted episode. We hit all of our beats, we didn't miss a mark, and now it's time to say goodbye. If you're in Melbourne, come watch me. I'm at the comedy festival right now, and I'm on fire. Believe it. In the